Hallelujah. Glory be to the Lord God Almighty. This is a prayer for a soul. There's a difference. I'm not saying the disciple of a pastor. No. I'm not saying the disciple of a prophet. Hallelujah. When you walk with the mindset and the overview of what a principle is. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, glorious God, what a faithful God we serve, the God that speaks in the time that you need him, the more he said, call upon me, I will answer you. It is not an environment to show a competition, like worldly type of competition. It was not, it is not an environment for people. People Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. A quick one. This is a prayer for a soul. He didn't tell Praise them to wear the suits. He told them, Lord do not take extra shoes. Do not take extra paws. Do not even take paws at all. Hallelujah. So Christ was not my... Because what Christ needed them to embrace was, was, the them with. was the gospel. And no wonder they came back rejoicing in their hearts. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Know. Glory be to the living God. It's, it's an awesome time, moment, season. I just thank the Lord for courage that he has given to you and I for us to walk through this year with such a great gladness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Despite of all, we are still standing. Hallelujah. It can only be God. I thank God. And uh, for giving us this opportunity to ride on, hallelujah, to ride on with great joy, hallelujah. Nothing can stop our joy. I welcome you. This is a prayer for a soul. If you are in Africa, if you are in Australia, if you are in Middle East, if you are in America, if you are in Europe, if you are in all any part of this world i welcome you good morning to those that are in morning good afternoon to those that are in afternoon good evening for those that are in evening time and good night for those that are already making their way to their bed hallelujah just a quick one it might be a long prayer moment this is a prayer for a soul this is a different uh, will I say different method or a different way not the way we normally do it but this is a different I remember a time where Philip is, is I think it's Philip that was traveling or an Ethiopia Union was traveling and the Spirit of the Lord took Philip to join the Ethiopia Union and the it happened that the Ethiopian you know, was reading a particular part of the Bible, a particular part of the scripture, permit me to use it, and he couldn't understand. And um, Philip, by the help of the Holy Ghost, oh my God, thank God for the Holy Spirit movement in those days. How I wonder how the Holy Spirit is still moving in our time and season. Hallelujah. So many things have been missed up by the by by and time as as the move of the Holy Ghost. 
it brings under question those manifestations that we are seeing in our time and season. However, Philip joined the Ethiopian Union and made a clarity. He asked him, understand it, what thou readest. And this is the, the consign that the Lord has given unto us. There is a, a soul out there. Remember, this is a prayer for a soul. There is a soul out there. You have read this verse that we want to read. And you are praying that God, please give me an interpretation. We, we are not going to do a study on that, on this chapter or the verses of the scriptures that you have read. But we just want to amplify it to you. Hallelujah. And by so doing, there will be clarity in your heart. There will be clarity in your mind. And there will be the seed that the Holy Spirit will sow in you. That will germinate that cannot be choked by the cares of the world, that cannot be choked by the manipulations that happens around you, that would grow in you and become a mighty, a mighty tree, a mighty, you know, fruit-bearing tree in you, in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Word of God will become, will become flesh, will become part of you as a result of this reading. In the name of Jesus. We already pray for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the Ethiopia Union was, you know, was, was, was so joyful that he received a clarity. Anytime clarity comes as a result of the word of God, there is a great joy. There is a great comfort. And I believe that this hour, there will be a great joy to you. There will be a great comfort to your soul, spirit and body in the name of Jesus. You will not be pushed, no toes and fro by the winds of every doctrine that visit your temple or that visit your altar or that visit you as a, as a body of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And what is that scripture that this soul have been, would have been reading and could not understand? The Lord just wants us to read it together. Perhaps in fellowship you can have clarity the holy spirit can speak to you and perhaps you might have come across this scripture and you have you just swept it under the carpet you just you just you just treated it like the way you treat all the verses of the scripture this hour the spirit of the living god the holy spirit wants to speak to you as we read this scripture together Hallelujah. May the Lord comfort your soul and create clarity in your heart in the name of Jesus. This is a prayer for your soul. I welcome you once more. May the Lord bless you. We're going to be reading the book of Galatians chapter 3. True to the end. I believe that the Holy Spirit is about to speak to his soul and bring the soul to clarity in the name of Jesus. Galatians was written by Paul, Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul was and is, hallelujah, let me use that word, permit me to use those, those, those terms. Apostle Paul was and is the minister to the Gentiles. And Christ, Christ Jesus, our Lord Jesus, 
consciously, knowingly appointed him, chose him for that ministry. So some of the revelations that Paul brings into bear in the scripture are not primarily his revelation. They are revelation driven by the knowledge of Christ, the growth of Christ in him, what God was showing him to how the Gentiles brethren or the Gentiles believer should know or come to the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Galatians was written by Apostle Paul and he was written to the Galatians brethren. The church in Galatians, hallelujah, that you can see from the beginning of Galatians chapter 1, verse 1. He said, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him both, who raised him from the dead. So you can see that he was writing to believers. So this might sound, it might sound so strange to an unbeliever that, that want to partake in this, in this meal. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And in verse 2 of Galatians 1, verse 2 says, And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. So he was writing to churches. He was writing to the brethren, people that have been that have known Christ, people that have been baptized into Christ, people that have accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. So he wasn't writing to unbelievers. He was writing to brethren. He was writing to fellow believers. Hallelujah. Permit me to say, he was speaking to saints in the church in Galatia. Hallelujah. So this book is not just written for for, for a memory verse. No, it was not written just like a novel. It was written for believers. For the growth of them, both spirit and physical. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. So this soul that the Lord wants clarity to be brought into bear has been reading chapter uh, Galatians chapter 3. So we're going to read Galatians chapter 3. Verse 1 to the end. I believe that as we as we finish reading, clarity shall come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. When clarity comes, like that man, the Ethiopia Union, he brought salvation. He brought closer to Jesus. He brought closer to appreciating what God has done. That is why he said, Can anything hinder me from the water? Can anything hinder me from, from openly declaring the salvation, the joy that has come into my life? Praise be the name of the Lord. So God bless you as you listen, as we read together. May the Lord make clarity to bear in the name. He said, O foolish Galatians, who had bewitched you, that ye should not obey the truth. Hallelujah. Praise be the Lord. Before whose eyes Jesus had been evidently set forth, crucified among you. That means these Galatians people or Galatians brethren, we are part of testifiers. The weakness 
crucifixions of, of Jesus Christ. The weakness, they, 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 they partake in the death of Jesus Christ. But there came a time that the brethren or the church or some believers in Galatians were carried away. They were being bewitched. Perhaps that could be a sign of what God wants you to know. That there are some believers that are bewitched. There are some believers that are caged. There are some believers that are covered by 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 bushes, by 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 doctrine. Some believers have been covered by personalities that exist in the body of Christ. So they cannot see more than what the personalities have covered them with can see. They can only see what that personality, that, that doctrinal dogma, hallelujah, could allow them to see. They cannot see much. So Paul recognizes that this is bewitchment. This is bewitchment. That they could not obey the truth. The truth as a result of Jesus coming to die, setting man, setting them at liberation, liberating their soul, spirit, and body. Praise the Lord. So the Galatians were still bewitched in some doctrinal practices. Perhaps that is the why God wants this clarity to come to this soul. And I've been reading this, this chapter. And you want to know clarity. So Paul said, who has bewitched you? Oh foolish Galatians. Remember, he was writing to the brethren. So Paul have to be truthful. Paul have to be open. Who has bewitched you? Yeah, maybe perhaps. Yeah, these are brethren that say we are saved. We have been redeemed. Yet, they were under bondage of bewitchment. Under bondage of bewitchment. And such thing can be seen around us. If the Spirit of the Lord opens your eyes to see, brethren, you will see so much bewitchment, so much bondage. People that have been liberated yet putting themselves into bondage. And the Lord wants this soul, this soul to know that we, you should not be under bondage. God have, have, have liberated you. In for you, the Lord was openly crucified just to bring you freedom, salvation. So Paul says in verse 2, This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. It was a question because the part of bewitchment was that there were things that were asked the disciples that they must, the believers must now continue to, people that have been liberated, now going back to their vomit, malicia, going back to what, you know, what they have been liberated from. 
And he says, do you not consider? Le okay, let me now learn this from you. <laughs> I want to understand. Paul said, I want to understand this kind of bewitchment. Do you, did you, he said in verse 2, this only would I learn of you. Receive ye the spirit by the works of the law. There are some doctrinal bewitchment going on round the round the Christian dome, round us the believer, that you know by the doings of the law or by the doings of the law, you you receive the spirit of God. Otherwise, there is no spirit of God in you. That is bewitchment. Paul was now trying to ask, okay, let me just understand. Do you receive the spirit of law? Do, 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 it is all about the Holy Ghost here. Do you receive the Holy Spirit? Do, do you receive the Holy Spirit by the works of the law or by what? He said, or by what? Or by the hearing of faith. Hearing of faith. Prompt. Hallelujah. Hearing of faith. Hallelujah. Hearing of faith. Beloved, hearing of faith, do you receive it by the works of the law or by the year? There are two different things Paul was pointing out. So ability for you, the soul that the Lord is consigned, to make different or differentiate the doctrines that have captured your mind or the doctrine that have caged your mind or the craftiness that have brought you to the place of bondage. The ability to differentiate or to, to weigh it in the light of work of the law or hearing of faith. Praise the Lord. So, it was a question that Paul drew to the church and and he continued in verse 3 are ye so foolish oh my paul was so you can see the tone you can see the tone of his exhortation you can see the weight of his exhortation it wasn't it wasn't just writing to just play mess mess, mess around or play with play with words no it was truthful in his openness and he said to them in verse 3, Are ye so foolish, having begun in the spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Are ye now made perfect by the flesh? That means the bewitchment is, is now, is, it, it has drawn them from the, from the platform of faith to the platform of works. Hallelujah. To the, from the platform of, of spirit driven to the to, the, to a platform of flesh driven. Many things we see around us. Many, many things that are happening in our Christian world. Many things. If the Lord sits you down and open your eyes, you will begin to see this is flesh driven. This is not spirit driven. This is the works of the law. Being boastful that I can do this by myself. I can win my salvation by myself. Some have gone to the extent by misinterpreting 
when Paul said, work out your salvation. So they are busy doing their best, doing their effort. You know, after Christ have redeemed them. So the understanding is that they are not finally redeemed. So work out your... Paul did not say work for your salvation. He said work out. That means make it... Um, uh, well, uh, hallelujah. Implement it in your life. Let it be evident in your life. That does not mean that you're not saved, but make it evidence. Let people see the salvation that you have claimed from Christ. Simple. He did not say walk for you. He said walk out. That means appropriate it in your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I pray that the Lord, the only few things we can read here, the Lord will bring clarity to you, to this soul that the Lord is in concern in the name of Jesus. Verse, verse 3 says, I yet foolish, having begun in the spirit, I yet now made perfect by the flesh. For have ye suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain. Verse 5, ye therefore that minister to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith six even as abraham believed god and it was accounted to him for righteousness know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham by the hearing of faith. The same are of the children of Abraham, not by the doings of the law. Glory, hallelujah. Verse 8, And the scripture, foreseeing that God will justify the Eden through faith, Preach before the gospel unto Abraham. God, even our God, our Father, was a preacher. <laughs> Glory be to God. Our God was a preacher. Glory. He preached to Abraham. And look at the content of what he preached to Abraham. It was not work driven. It was faith manifested. Faith recognized. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the scripture foreseen for that, that God would justify the Eden through faith, preach before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, Indeed shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Those who be of faith. Is blessed. It's not that they will bless. It's not that they will be considered blessed. They are blessed. Are blessed. Are blessed with faithful Abraham. So the, the blessings of Abraham is not based on the works. It's based on faith. I will not define, I will not tell you the parameters of faith. I will not tell you the environment of faith. But Brethren, know it that what makes you blessed is by his faith, 
is not the works. It's not by work. Yeah, work is due, but your 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 faith, your oh my God, the end, the, the access to the blessing is through faith. Praise the Lord. And the word of God says, as in verse 10, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the cause. Can you imagine? As many that are of the works of the law are under the cause. For it is written, cost is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So if somebody is telling you that you have to do all the things in the, in the Bible, he's putting you under bondage. Glory, hallelujah. He's putting you under bondage, bewitching you. It's not until somebody takes you to a herbalist or a native doctor, a witchcraft that you know that you are bewitched. He is bewitching you. That is saying that you should do all what is something that thousands of souls could not do. Even the Bible says we have been concluded in under sin. If it is easy for us to do all, who could have, we could have our father Abraham did it or David did it. Every other they might have but all was concluded under 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 sin. So it is not by oh my god, hallelujah, praise the Lord. A clarity, I pray we visit you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the word of God says that cause is everyone that continueth not in all things. No wonder James. One, one part, part of James said that if you fought in one, you fought in all. Can you imagine what salvation has brought us? Can you imagine what redemption has brought us? That does not mean that we should take it, we should take grace as a license to continue sin. That is not what Paul was writing here. And if your mindset is driven that for that, you, you have to have you have to ask God for for his for, for his mercy. For such a mindset that a Christian is struggling and you just classify him or her as an um, you are you are you are making you are making destruction, you are creating a destruction and you are heaping a coal of fire upon yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, and continue not in all things which are written in the book of the law. To do them, the book of the law. So there, there is a lay down principle of the law and continually no cause, cause that person, if that person is going to base his, 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 his practice on the law without considering what Christ has done, without considering the liberation that the Lord has brought to his to to to, to his to his to his children. The liberation that the church should be enjoying or be liberty God has brought to his body. Glory, hallelujah. But that no man is justified by the, by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for 
The just shall live by faith. No wonder we have measures of faith. The just shall live by faith. So, so the soul that the Lord is speaking to, the just shall live by faith. And the word of God says in Galatians, I'm reading Galatians, that have been sown in your life, that have made you to become confused, that have made you to become enslaved, that have made you to become prisoner of people's of people's word. Hallelujah. Not the word of God, of people's word. This hour, I will begin to liberate you in the name of Jesus. See what the Lord has done. Let the eyes of your understanding be open and be enlightened in the name of Jesus. See the freedom that the Lord has set you, have put you. See the bondage that the Lord has liberated you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the truth you know shall set you free. This is the truth that the Lord wants you to know. And indeed, we set you free in the name of Jesus. The Lord has freed you and you are freed in Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. Glory be to the Lord. This is a prayer for his soul. And I pray that as the Lord reveals more to us in the next episode, liberation shall continue to come in the name of Jesus. This is the dimension that the prayer for his soul wants to take. If the Lord permits us, we shall ride on. Glory. Hallelujah. Clarity brings joy. Clarity brings happiness. Peace. And I pray that the Lord has set you on the pedestrian of clarity. In the name of Jesus. Amen. What is the point if you can't try Jesus Christ? If you can't just give Jesus a chance? Mm -hmm. This scripture 